This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. How many great lights are here? Can you shout it? I am the light of the world. And I'm shining. Hallelujah. Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Anywhere I go, I shine as light. And Jesus is glorified. Say it one more time. Hallelujah. Good works. <laughs> that means whatever comes from you has to be good. He said, let them see your good works. Where there is evil, when we get there, we bring the goodness of God to the place. Where there is confusion, when we get there, we bring the light of God to the place. And the result will be they give glory to God. Hallelujah. Angels will be reporting you in heaven that Papa God, somebody is bringing glory to your name everywhere, every time. <laughs> Hallelujah. For your sake, many will declare that God is good. <laughs> glory to God. Let me read something this morning before we take our seat. John chapter 5, we are going to start from Pastor Wigan. You are welcome, sir. We love you, sir. John chapter 5 from verse 34, but I'm really going to 35. But let's start from 33. John 5, 33. Um, you sent to John. This is Jesus talking. And he bear witness to the truth. We've been talking about light. He said, you sent to John. But I received no testimony from man. But these things I said that you might be saved. You sent to ask from John about me. He said, but well, I don't really receive testimony from men. But let me say something about John, verse 35. That, this is Jesus talking. He said, you guys wanted to know about me. You, he said, you sent for John. He said, but this is my testimony about John. He was a burning and a shining light. And you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. Aye, you can have your sin. That, this is not a man describing a man. This is Jesus Christ himself. He said, John was a burning. <laughs> and I told the first service, I stopped on this note. There are two dimensions of, of light, two dimensions or two aspects. Light is for illumination. It's also for burning. So there is a shining part and there is a burning part. And you need the two. Jesus said, John was, John was a shining and a burning in one person. A shining and a burning. When you are shining, men come to your light. When you are burning, evil things are consumed. Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> there are people 
that what you need to do to them is to shine the glory of God in you to them. But then that same fire or light comes in form of burning at times. And I want to show you, it begins with God himself. Hebrews 12, Bible says, our God is a consuming fire. Mm. I think it's in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, I think verse 8, that the Bible is talking about the Antichrist, that whom the Lord shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. So when he came down and Moses saw him in the burning bush, he was the burning one then. But then the Bible also talks about his shining parts. The Bible said that, shall, then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and destroy this our God is going to kill the Antichrist with the brightness of his coming. The brightness. So where we said, when Paul was recounting his experience on the road to Damascus, when he stood before the king Agrippa and was given a testimony, in Acts chapter 26, verse 23, then he said that I saw a light brighter than the sun. Wow. That's huge. I saw above the brightness of the sun. This is talking about the uh, shining part of God. But then Hebrews 12 says at verse 29, Our God, he said, let us receive grace that we might serve God acceptably and a godly manner. For our God is a consuming fire. This combination, shining and burning, shining and burning, shining and burning. 1 Timothy 6, at the last verse, he says, dwelling in light which no man can approach. And what I started with, because our first time, I was talking about the greater life that rules the day. Genesis 1, 16, that rules the day. And then we saw it in Psalm 1, and this is also greater light that rules the day. And that we are sons of, the, of, of day. Therefore, our light is not the light of the moon, it's the light of the sun. That means eternal shining. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But, so there is an aspect that reveals, that is the shining part, the bright parts of light, the brightness can let you see, like you are seeing now, can let you read. But the burning can consume. And the two of them must be coupled in a Christian. I want to let you know, when you receive the Holy Ghost, what actually came to you, the potential for burning and for shining. So, let's, I read Ezekiel 8 to them, and... I want us to read that one before we move on. Ezekiel 8. Let me come back to why Jesus said the burning and the shining. Ezekiel 8. Let's start from verse 1. Well, let's start from verse 1. It came to pass in the sixth year, in the sixth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I sat in my house, the elders of Judah sat before me, and the hand of the Lord God fell upon me there. Verse 2. Then I beheld and lo, a likeness as the appearance of fire. I believe it's the Holy Ghost. From the appearance of his lungs, that's waist downward, fire. And from his lungs, even upward, as the appearance of the brightness. Can you see the combination of the two? The Bible is letting you know that this being that appeared to Ezekiel, of course not an angel, this is the Holy Ghost. He said the hand of the Lord God was upon me, so that was not an angel. And what happened was, Ezekiel had like dread or like lungs on. He said, he said if you read verse 3, he said, just put up something that looked like a hand and pull me by one of the lungs of my head. And he said, come and see. And Ezekiel began to see horrible things in the temple. 
that men who claimed to worship God had idols hidden in the temple. There was no way he could see that. He saw about four visions. And the Lord said, you see why the city will be destroyed? That the foremost men that you thought were serving God are here worshiping the star and the moon and all those things. But Ezekiel said that the elders were before me. It happened in broad daylight. We're talking. And I just saw a bean walking. A bean walking. Maybe others didn't see the bean. So I saw him walking. And he pulled my head. And he started showing me things. But he said that the bean I saw, I only saw two things about him. Half of his body fire. Half of his body brightness. So when John received the grace or the anointing or the message, whatever we call it, that was given to him, God coupled this to inside one man also. Jesus said that John was a burning and a shining light. He was a shining light. That was the only reason why people would leave town and they would travel to go and meet a man in the wilderness. When the light of God is shining through you, wherever you are, <laughs> oh, glory to God. You can come to a meeting and be a, a meeting of 10,000 people and you are somewhere at the back. If there is need to locate to the light, light which it cannot be hid. Bible says that you are a city set on the hill that cannot be obscured. It's impossible. Everybody was living time, they were coming to John. And John's message was very rugged and very rough. He said, you generation of vipers. Ah, Oga. But they didn't stop coming. He said, who asked you to come? And he was eating locusts and white honey. I wonder why he didn't eat shawarma. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but that was John. And Jesus said, you were willing to abide in his life for a while. Later he told them that, but I have a greater witness, greater witness than John. In other words, all you saw about John was in a, a smaller light. He said, this is the original light of the world. Hallelujah. And you know the good thing? It lives in us. Hallelujah. And he said, we will never walk in darkness. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. The brightness causes men to come to your light. But it is the burning that purifies. It is the burning that becomes a message that transforms people. The shining will compel them to see. The burning will transform them. See, when Jesus, he had the two also. It was in a town. The Bible said he didn't want anybody to know. Yet nobody, the whole city gathered at the door. Now, in Luke 24, I think, verse 32, should be. On the road to Emmaus, when he was talking to the two disciples, one of them said that, they didn't know it was Jesus that was talking, but one of them said, did not our heart burn within us when, while he talked with us? This is what the Lord is actually. Aish. I didn't tell them this way first. I've been sort of skipped my mind. But I mentioned to them that in, in April, we will, that the Lord said that we will reach out to more people. We are not doing everyday evangelism by coming every day. No, wherever you are, your house and in your office. As I was praying, I heard, the, I heard the word of the Lord. He said, in April, I'm going to make evangelism easier. He said, because I will open the heart of men. One of the things that will be happening is this thing. Begin to try what I'm saying. Things of, when I say God said, you can test it. 
You don't have to believe because you can test it. You will discover that people will be open to the gospel you share like never before. Now, what will also happen is what we have just read now. People will start feeling a burning storm when you are talking with them. That talks about powerful conviction. At times, you are not even preaching. You know, as I'm speaking to you, that's what is happening to people here right now. You are being brought under an influence of the Holy Ghost that all of a sudden, after this service, your words will be weightier than ever before. Amen. When you counsel, they see lights. Remember where we started from? The Bible says that the queen looked at Daniel and he told the king that, hey, he said, uh, anytime I think about that, and it's coming more and more to my spirit because that is happening to people in their place. Of, you, you, you don't need a pulpit. Your office is your pulpit. Your house is your pulpit. Many of you will record amazing miracles everywhere you go because the light of God that dwells in you is with you everywhere you go. Yeah. Hallelujah. The queen said, let Daniel be called. I told you last week when the finger wrote on the wall, and everybody was perplexed in the palace. And the queen, look at the description he gave Daniel. Daniel 5, 11. He said, king, don't bother yourself. There is a man in your kingdom. He said, inside this man is excellent spirit of wisdom and of knowledge, of understanding, interpretation of dreams, showing of our sentences, dissolving of doubts. And I told you last week, believers don't know that they have this ability. I am not giving you any gift. I don't have that capacity. Jesus already gave you when you got born again. I am awakening inside everybody listening to me now. What is already inside you, body sleeping. Greater than Daniel is here. Remember, Daniel was not born again. Are you, are you following me? Look at excellent spirit of wisdom. I, he was such a wise man of knowledge, understanding. I love the next part, interpretation of dreams. If you share your dream with Daniel... If you share the Daniel, will tell you straight away how to go step by step. There are people listening with all kinds of lofty dreams. They, they, it's good that you have those lofty dreams, but the problem is that however lofty your dreams are, if you cannot find how they, they touch the ground step by step, it remains a dream forever. There is always the busting point, the point where the ladder say, dream is in the visible realm. You are in the visible realm. The effect of the dream is supposed to come to phys physical realm. There must be a ladder between what to see spiritually and the physical point. So it is when that bridge is built that what is in the spirit can cross to natural. Otherwise, you only become a billionaire on your bed and in your dream. In the dream world. Yeah. Like people wait in their dream. I've always longed for that thing. It doesn't happen to me. Actually, this when I'm fasting for there and I'm not eating, I wish they would just bring food. They just make sure it's Chinese. I will never pray about it. So people wake up and they give me food. I understand. I know uh, people are eating things in the dream and only to wake up and start having issues and everything. But for some of us, we long for such. Bring it. <laughs> we will tell you that the art is the loss and the fullness thereof. Paul said that no food should be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. We just say, Father, I thank you. And then the mountain goes down. Yeah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And you ask the spirit, do you have more? <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ah. <laughs> you know, I was I told you a story 
that the missionary and so they carry some new believers and they were traveling on water. Everywhere water. They, at the center of the water, look left and right, you will just see water all around. And they were praising God and they were singing with him and they were singing with him. He just introduced a song and he found that he was the only one singing it. He said, Jesus power. So he said, Mommy, water power. Nobody answered. Then he said, Mommy, water, nobody answered. <laughs> one of the covers said, Pastor. <laughs> he said, We've been on water for three hours now. Mommy, water, no trouble us. <laughs> Let's not look for trouble. <laughs> he said, By the time we start singing, Mommy, water, power, at the center of water, then you provoke my water, and then something happens. Say, Pastor, that song is where you get to the land. <laughs> Glory to God. Are you with me, somebody? Yes, sir. Oh, God. Burning and shining. Burning and shining. There is a connection between the two. When the word of God burns in you, it will also increase your degree of shining outside. How do we increase our brightness? I want to say this to everybody. This is why intimacy with the Holy Spirit is non-negotiable. Every time God speaks to you, in the realm of the Spirit, let me use the word, the degree of your shining increases and demons can see. How did they know? When they told the seven sons of Sceva, this was some people saying in Jesus' name and demons response. Some other people say they know. They can see the kind of light to carry and the kind of light to are. So they said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? And those people could answer. Because they said, in the name of Jesus that Paul is preaching, come out. And the demon beat daylight. Those, <laughs> there were seven, and the demon could sing one deadly. You know, people don't, you know, what you call power in the natural. That's why locking your door does not mean you are locking demons out. And I've addressed all those like I cannot sleep in a room when it's dark. Does it mean that when you put on light, the demon will now come and say, our light is on. I'm, I think that. <laughs> That's not the light we are talking about. <laughs> If you are being pressed and you put on light, they will press you on the light. <laughs> Amen. And then you put your Bible under your pillow. They first of all help you close the Bible before they beat you. Close the Bible first. It's not what is. And I told you, and I think they played that short clip. It's not the. Now, this is the. Let's say this is the Bible, the Word of God. You need the Word of God to know what He has said. But you need the word from God to know what he is saying. The reason for the word of God is so that we can have the word from God, from the word of God. Did you get that? So I am reading what he has said, meditating. I'm doing that so that I can get from what he has said what he's saying. There is a difference between knowing that the Lord is my shepherd is written here. But the day the Lord tells you that I am your shepherd, financial issues are over forever. So there are things that are in the word of God, but they have not become to you a word from God. This is why we don't study the Bible without praying, so that the word of God can become a word from God. It's not going to say something outside the word, but because now he's saying it to you directly from his word, and he's saying it to you in your situation. And the thing about it is that people don't know a word from God, from the scripture, 
is more powerful than any vision revelation you can see. When God gives just one word, uh, T.L. Osborne heard that some nations were against the gospel and the missionaries who came to Africa couldn't find their footing and everything. And he was praying and he just saw, I think it's Colossians chapter 1, where Paul said that the word bringing fruit everywhere in the world. It's as if Jesus just whispered that, that verse to him. Bringing fruit everywhere in the world. He jumped and he told his wife, the Lord just spoke from his word that the gospel brings fruit everywhere in the world. That means I am to reject what men are saying. That some places in the world are not receptive to the gospel. Jesus just said through his word that the word in my own mouth will bring fruit everywhere. There was nowhere that man went and did not pack stadium out till he died. Because the word of God abides forever. Every time the Lord said something to you, fire, both burning and shining, they are fired into you. Every single time you make reference to what the Lord has, it's like you are pouring petrol on that fire. Yes. This is why you must not forget. That's why Hebrews 2 says, we need to give earnest heed to the things we have heard. There are things that God has said to us as a church. When we go back to them, the anointing doubles. Regularly, every day, you should go back to what he has said to you. But you need him to say something to you. Hallelujah. And your brightness is moving from one realm to another. Until you get to a point. Remember what I said in Isaiah 60. Darkness will cover. He said, Gentiles will come to your light and kings will the brightness. That's what Genesis 1 says. Uh, greater light and lesser light. Greater light and there is a light. At best, men will come to your light. Maybe few men. There is another degree of burning that kings are the ones coming. And there's no great person in the kingdom of God that you will not see this progression. You just see it. Yeah. You see, I was watching. When saw like, let's say, uh, Minister Dusi, maybe a few people first of all knew him, inviting him. I saw. Somebody still coming from Alamsa, Lagos State, December last year, to help them get Dusi to come and for the Thanksgiving, and he didn't go. He said, no, I cannot go. I saw the move, 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 move. And then when I saw him on the billboard of Pastor Kumi in deeper life, kings to the brightness of your rising. I think the first album launch that's in Nature, I was privileged to be there. Somebody invited me. Well, at all a good day. Then when I saw album voted as the best gospel singer in America, not even Nigeria, See, there is no limit to when this thing is at work in you. The part of the just is as light that shines more and more and more onto the perfect day. There will never be any night season in your life again. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I like the way I'm holding your diary. <laughs> oh, you're wearing blue and it's blue. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I'll just enjoy. I'll give it to you after. Pam, just borrow me till after service. Okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm just enjoying holding it. <laughs> and there's an anointing in it. When I give it back to you, what will happen is uh, a record is open for you in heaven and something happens. Amen. Let's say the angel keeping your diary. We can say in the name of Jesus 
it should bring out something good about you. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, you will read in the Bible, Bible says, and God says, remember me, O Lord, and God remember. Not that I forget. It's at times you just decide that it's your turn. How many people believe that your turn has come now? <laughs> Somebody shout it loud, amen. <laughs> Burning and shining. I'm going to stop. I will continue. You know, I feel the presence of, it's so strong here. The anointing is so strong. Sometimes I'm praying and I cannot stop. I was praying in the evening yesterday and then I felt I'd finished after a while. I don't like talking, telling people how long I pray for our shots. They don't worry about that. Now you put yourself on that bond because it doesn't mean everybody has to do the same thing. It's not in the power of ours, it's in God that answers. I you get what I'm saying? So, but when I was true, I put my bag in my car to go home and I just was praying by the car and the desire to pray continued. I came out of the car with my bag in the car and for several hours after that, I was still not going home, still praying. As if I was just bound into that thing that I keep praying. And it doesn't happen like that every day. But when that happens, I usually know that there is a message the Lord is trying to pass across. Three things he told me. First one I've told you, he said, Month to reach out like never before. He said, Evangelism. And I told you it to be easy for those who will obey. And he wants every one of us. We, all over the world, they celebrate Easter in April. Easter is the most important event to every Christian. Resurrection, not Christmas. Easter is the most important. I'm asking everybody. The list I was well, revealed to me should be one soap a week. The list, wherever you are. He said, tell them to turn their lights on. The second thing he told me was what we experienced in February or in January when we were preparing for the conference. And he said, he will repeat the experience again. This time around in a bigger way. I was just led to tell people that, you see, most, uh, I don't claim to be special, uh, different from other uh, people. That said, no. But most churches have not gotten to that point but it's in the Bible. The Lord just told me also now, I knew about it, but I never practiced that before. You remember in January, I said that we are all giving towards the conference. I said, you know what? You don't exactly need to stretch. You know what you're going to say? Everybody, pray that God should send you what to give. I was praying at home, and the Lord just showed me that I give seed to the sower. What? I just saw that scripture. I said, so, there are times we give from our salary, but it's not every time. So I can also sit down and say, Lord, you know what? I, I had 200,000 a month. That's not what I want to give. Give me one million apart from my salary and I will give it. And the Lord told me that the condition about that one is that you must be faithful because it's not your money. Your money is your salary. So if you pray specially and unexpectedly, it's not the normal income, something comes, then you know that it's a seed. Now, if you give, you have upgraded yourself in the spirit financially. You will find out that you will stay around that arena of the amount you give. You don't go below it. But if you consume it, you are in trouble. But I tell you the truth. Satan is not sick and it's not on admission. He will tempt you so much, your car can break down that time. But your conscience will keep telling that this is not your money. Are you getting what I'm saying? Everyone that it happened to them, and I think a sister here, she gave her testimony. 
when they just called her and said that her face, she, she's an event planner and everything, but they just called her and said that they'll put her face and her baby's face on magazine and pay that some millions. Our husband is an American, she they both laugh and said, we know this thing belongs to God, it's not ours. We have our business, we have our way. And several people told me that story. Yes. Somebody, it was 4.5 million. People were just receiving different amounts and the need was not for them. But maybe some watching me right now received and you were tempted. God will for God doesn't hold anything. It's just that before that cycle will come back <laughs> Because you have proved you have proven yourself to be unfaithful. You had your income, you had your normal life. God just you know it can be uh, human nature can be very tricky, it can be very funny. I shared the story for somebody. Let me also paraphrase so that because people, a lot of people nowadays I get a lot, a lot careful, a lot more careful with what I say because people follow us and the number is increasing every now and then. I'll just say that. But many of the people here, especially if you have been there for over six years, you will know over five years, you know the story I'm talking about. How I met this person and I just spoke to the, and then the husband and moved to the east because everything just, I mean, everything was down. And I said, no, God believes in reconciliation. Call your husband back and the man came and, you know, and they were not the uh, Pentecostal gospel, uh, the man, the pastor, but he started coming. And one day, I think about four weeks into his coming, I was just led to invite the two of them to the office and I held their hands and I prayed. The, the Holy Spirit said, I tell the man that I'm going to bless him and I open the door for him. And I told him, and by Thursday of that Sunday or so, he went to, he was in his 50s, he was, he was, uh, uh, he was a, a, I think Peter Primary School or Secondary School, his colleague was one of the senators in Nigeria. They school together in the East. They had not talked for years. The guy ran into somebody in Abuja and he just asked, I like Baja now. And I one said, ah, that he's, he's having a trial. He said, give his number. The senator called by himself. I can't remember the exact, maybe five million, I think, I'm not sure. And told him that. He said, what do you want to do? He told him, he said, I'm going to send this five million, so whatever amount to you. And he said, that's his first installment. That start something and then I will send the rest. Many of you know, honestly, we try to guide our integrity jealously here. I was in the office about two weeks after that. So he told me that I was very happy. Two weeks after that, I heard clearly, tell him to give a tithe of that money. Otherwise, the devourer that made him lose everything are still around and they will devour the money. I said, Lord, I will not. I said, he will think that we are interested in his money. And I said, Lord, I would rather sit here after I've been doing that before, I've told you, I've done, I was, there was the day I came to church and I was the only one in church. And then I said, so Lord, mm, 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 I don't want. I don't want. Let's just say you made Abraham rich. He said, whether you are the Lord or I'm the Lord, we will know. So I first of all called the wife. One night she just put her hand and I said, Kai. She said, she said, just called, she said, call him, call him. She said, come, come. She said, what did I tell you this morning? She said, I woke up in the morning and I told him. That as I was praying, I felt that, hey, let's give a tithe of this money. And the man said, before the wife spoke, he thought about the same thing. Well, you know, I will, I will. He removed one million, started something, I will, I will. And he finished the whole thing. And everything he did went down. And you know the funny thing? When the senator didn't reach him again, he tried to reach the senator, the guy caught the call and bought the number. So me, I sat in my corner and I was thinking, so let's say the money was five million. I can't remember the idea. So here was somebody. You did not have 100,000. 24 hours ago. 24 hours after that, God gave you five million and it was difficult to put down 500. What 
what is wrong with human? All this debate of tight and everything, everything is coming from just one angle. I know there might have been preachers who have used gimmicks to collect things from people, but there's no New Testament Christian that is not a giver. And some begin to say that, okay, maybe we should give to the poor. As if giving in the house of God robs you of giving to the poor. I give a lot to the poor and I give a lot to men of God and to God. Do, 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 one does not disturb another. Outcome of all our money, the one you want us to give to the poor is our tithes. They don't tell those who go to drink to give the money for beer. But let me not go there. You know, you know the way I talk. It's always, people are praying. Say, That's why the nation is not developing. They are praying. I have never seen any reporter that comes on Facebook that I pass by a beer parlor. They are drinking. That is why the nation is not growing. The nation, people drinking, does not affect the growth of nation. It is people praying. That is negatively, you are stupid. Think about it very well. And that is what they say. And some Christians follow. They start nodding their head. Yes. They are trying to give us an impression that we are wasting our time sitting down here. No, I'm a football fan. I'm a Chelsea fan. Nobody has accused us of wasting our time when we are watching match. It is when people gather in church that is a problem. That is when they start asking questions that the nation is developed. So are we, as we are here now, how do we stop Nigeria from developing? In the next 10, 15 minutes, everybody is out. We see on Wednesday if you are around, or we see on how does that stop the nation? I mean, it's it's just it's a satanic way of thinking. Among people here, there are lawyers, doctors, and they are going to office tomorrow. You are a lawyer, you are a lawyer. This is a barista, is a lawyer. They are going to office tomorrow. So I do not see how their being here is affecting the growth of the nation. And when they talk, so people think they are making sense. Say church on every side, so the nation is not developing. Go to Dubai, mosque on every street, and see the way they have developed in 10 years. It debunks whatever you are trying to say. Because they say religion is it's not true. People that will develop it. What about other African nations? Who do have many churches? Why are they not developing? And America has more churches than Nigeria. Why are they developing? If you will develop, you will develop. If you not develop, you not develop. That, that, that's all. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Amen. It is very funny. Are you, are you following me? Yes. yes. You all go to your offices on Monday. Develop there. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, I just wonder why. So, when this message is over, now, which I'm going to pray, I'm going to ask all of you to quote that scripture that Lord will give seed to the sower. He said two things. Those of you that did that in January, this time around, if you pray the same prayer, greater opportunities will come. Now, you, have, you are entitled to 50% of it. Because you were faithful. <laughs> give the many 50 to God. Those of you who are trying it for the first time, everything belongs to God. That is my idea of first fruit. It's not removing your first salary. We, some do that if they want to, but I don't have doctrine for it, so I don't teach false fruits in this church. I don't. If you believe in it, I do, but I don't teach it. I don't teach it. We, don't, we have never asked anybody that bring your false fruit to anybody. Whatever you do with your money is up to you. But I feel that what the Bible says is not a doctrine. It's not something that God will not bless you if you don't and all those causes and things we say to people. I don't even tell people that devourer will devour if you are not giving tithes. No. But I believe that if you honor God enough, you will know that God comes first. If it is true that God comes first, then in anything I receive, I should remove a portion from me. Is that, does that make sense to you? So I think so. I do not see why I should pray for a job and as soon as they give me the job, the first thing I want to do with the first salary is to buy suit and tie. 
and then buy uh, uh, iPhone. They can give you eye slap and collect the phone on the road. You know? <laughs> now, I'm not saying if you don't, that's what we have. I'm just saying that. <laughs> are, you, are you with me? So, because people have all kinds of debates, and you know, they just know, they just feel that God wants to collect their money, or pastors want to collect their money. Well, no. This is why, as a Christian, you should read the Bible yourself. Once you find out something in the Bible, please obey, regardless of the noise out there. Yes. Hallelujah. Do not, I've never seen anybody criticizing all this VIP table. I've seen five million table before. And people don't talk about these things. So go and listen to a comedian. Five million night table when I can play the comedy on my phone. But I'm not even saying it's wrong. Some of the comedians are Christian now. Some of them have jokes that are clean. Once your jokes are around church, I'm not interested. But some of them have jokes that are clean. So I'm just, even though I don't go for such anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm never been to all this cinema, what they call it. So it's okay for. Last time I went to my parents in Abita, my friend came to pick the whole family. So he picked my wife and the children. I said, bye bye. It's all you'll be doing. I said, I will be here in the hotel waiting for all of you. I said, I said, it's not a sin. I'm not just interested. I just don't see how I should just sit down in cinema and with popcorn in my hand. <laughs> if I want to watch the film, I'll watch it on my I'll watch it in the office. So that that I watch a lot of films when I'm in the plane. So that, that, before that, 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 that's why I saw Wakanda. I don't usually know the new films. It's Pastor Billy that knows all the latest movies. See, as spiritual as he is, nobody watches films like Pastor Billy. He was telling me one of the recent one, Ottoman Empire. Yeah. I was told that Game of Thrones, I didn't see one now out of the whole thing. I was told that because of the new deity, that I, I, I wasn't even interested. Because for me, a storyline that is too long. But if it's like 24, every minute to shoot, that's a film. <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about. So <laughs> I don't watch all this film that they are just talking. You know, they are just talking. Just talking. It's not different from Nollywood, they are just talking. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Are you with me? Well, some of you like women necessarily. They like this. Uh, <laughs> what did my daughter was telling me about the, uh, the beast and beauty. And she forced me to sit down for a while. I just told her, I said, You are punishing me. <laughs> I said, What is this singing, singing, singing? Because <laughs> I, I was hoping that when would they start shooting? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I said, One girl dancing with one, one beast. <laughs> So I know an African girl won't do that. <laughs> it's a white girl that you leave your town. You go to forest. <laughs> I'm dancing with the beast. If he kills you, what? <laughs> you're your own. <laughs> you, know? you know, white, they overtrust. We... <laughs> Hallelujah. You've heard me if I told you why we don't have horror films. Horror things don't happen here. It's in America. When a man will go and build a house alone in the forest, and then will say that some spirits are appearing. Is it here that people are living face me and face you? Where is the place for the spirit? There's no accommodation. <laughs> people are living and, and it's very easy for Africa to call neighbors. You know, why to hear a movement? Cow, you are going there. Charles, is that you? Hello, Charles. Is that, and you are going there. Then, you know, they usually have basements. You open the basement, it's dark. And you are going there. <laughs> is it a spell or what? <laughs> why don't you sit outside till someone arrives? When you're about four, then you go to the basement. Trust your Bible. I'm hearing a sound though. <laughs> when the demons see that you are four coming, they will run away. 
Life is very simple. <laughs> That's why I love Africa. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's all. <laughs> Are you with me? Let's do this. Lift up your hand on your seat. Say, Father, your word says you'll give seed to the sower and bread to the hither. You know, I just sense that grace. The church is not in need of anything. We are not buying anything. We are not having any program. So I'm not saying it for any reason. As I was praying yesterday, he told me, now I'm sensing the atmosphere. Lord Jesus, see after me, Lord, you give seed to the sower. I ask, Father, within 30 days, give me a seed that I will know that this is from you. Something away from my normal income. And I promise, Lord, I will give it to you as a seed. And if you have done that before, give 50% of it. If this is your first time, give all. Another one will come. Then that is yours. Is that okay? You know why? I actually started asking why. It is because God is training all of us, including me, on how to be faithful. I remember our vision. I've told you before, there's no time I go into days of prayer that I don't see this thing. Many of you will build, and somebody said to me yesterday about the filling station that uh, she's about to buy right now, and I said, I encourage you. And it's my, you know, I spoke about that some weeks ago, and somebody told me, it's my dream that you become so rich that you start business to help humanity, not to make money. You already have the ones making money for you. Imagine you have other lines of business you are making millions every day. But you deliberately open a filling station so that when there is queue and people are in trouble, you are giving, you are selling for half of the price and you are giving people. Yes. And I told the way to go about it, your own fuel is 15, 15 era. They will queue from here to anywhere, your station. And as they are coming, you are giving them partial message. Is that not, is life not beautiful that way? Every tree we go to, it is all the songs they are playing there. When will you have one? And as we are eating, we are listening to, we're here to bless your name. Gathering as your family, we give you glory. Isn't that wonderful? I've given this word as a prophecy for a time. Comes when we are ministers in this church, like Apostle Man, when they come around, we don't rent hotel anymore. We use your hotel. Amen. Are you with me? This is what we are talking about. These things, I say them repeatedly that everybody might catch the vision. You will start a school. Your school will be of international standard, yet you give it out for free. You let people attend for free because you want the children to be poor. That the only reason why they are going to a, a standard school is because of you. That was what I read it to them for service about Job. That's what we are talking about. See, this is why if you have this kind of vision, you already know salary can't take you there. There has to be a supernatural dimension of grace. And these dimensions are possible. They are in God. But God wants faithful people. The only reason God demands that we give out of us is not to punish anybody. It's just to prove your loyalty that you are not attached to anything other than God. You can't say with mouth. He has to see you demonstrate. That's what he did with Abraham. Otherwise, you have not defined the fact that you have not won the father's out about the father. Look, Lord, when it comes to this, I tell you the truth. It is true. You know, money can also make you misbehave. Yes. If some people did not stumble into wealth, 
they wouldn't have second wife, they wouldn't have a marital affairs. You don't know the temptations that come with money. It tries to take God from you. It can make you arrogant. When you can pay for anything at any time, be careful. It's like the most dangerous moment of your life. It is true. Yes. You see, for genuinely called pastors, they don't stumble at the beginning when they are praying. Anytime some of you, you brought your parents to see me, anytime parents, a dear woman of God was here on Friday and she's been part of a particular ministry that has been around for many years. And anytime people like that walk in and they pray that you will not deviate, you will, you will end up, ask her, I'll just go on my knees and start receiving. It does not matter. I might be a pastor, they might just be a member of the church, but once I hear that prayer, because I am also a historian, I've read wild, and I've seen too many things. Just turn to the internet and see how ministers are stumbling after 50 years in ministers after 40 years. This thing is marathon. It just never ends. You are not doing well at any time. The only time you are doing well is when the master tells you that we're done faithful servants. That is all. And it's at the end of the race. So you, I live in that consciousness every now and then. Every now and then. Every now and then. Yes. When a job becomes 10,000, the pastor has to be more careful. Yes. You can become a professional. But Aguilar Kony told us of a catechist. They were conducting funeral and wedding in church. They were looking at book. This guy was doing everything from his head. But after the service, they walk up close to him. He was drunk. In his drunken state, he conducts services accurately. And he said he never made a mistake once. That's a professional. When you pray for over 30 years, you might know several scriptures and know what to say and begin to say what you think you should say without God asking you to say it. You might, if I don't pray for next Sunday, many of you will not know. Because it doesn't show immediately. The case of an anointing is like a fan that is switched off. It doesn't go off immediately. It takes time. Only those of you that are spiritual will start knowing after a while if I stop praying. But majority will not know. Because I can continue to preach. And you will not know. But people that are very spiritual will start sensing that there is something wrong somewhere. Hallelujah. Yes. It's like, also when a pastor gets into a case of infidelity, except he repents. Only people in the church will know at the beginning. But what will just start happening is that the thing will start spreading the congregation. People will just start becoming loose without being able, because we strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. Yes. Homes will start getting invaded and things will start happening and people will not be able to, they won't just know. Have you heard me today? Have you, you've prayed that prayer, right? Yes, Will you be faithful? <laughs> Get ready for surprises. There are many people listening to me in the month of April. Now, I just, a servant, you will receive an amount that you have never received something close to it in your life. I asked the Lord why April, he didn't give me any answer. Other than what he has said before, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe people have projects and the Lord is interested in them accelerating their projects. I don't know. But get ready. Are you blessed? The second thing, share the messages. All the messages we've been preaching from January. Our messages are free. Please go to them, listen to them again. Can I make a record? Now, the Lord did not say compulsion. Like they told me that we should listen to message, but He didn't tell me what. I was one that added for service that please. At least one message per day. Listen to one message per day. Mercy encounter mercy. And the third one, beyond reaching out people wherever we are, we are creating a revolution on social media. When I post or church post, please, 
It takes two minutes to click a like. That's the least you can do. Look at everybody here. Now, if you don't follow me on Facebook, follow me from now. If you don't follow each other on Facebook, please join. Immediately after service, just do that. If I allow you to bring out your phone now and do that on Instagram or Facebook, we need it. We need to start saying the right things out there. Yes. I shared against, I shared on offense, weapon of Satan's weapon of magistrate, both within and without the country. If you know how many messages I've received. Yes. People have left church eight, nine years ago. Some people have been genuinely wounded, truly. Yes. But they said they got it and they were making their way back to church. As in not our church, different churches. I just started getting a message. Somebody said that the, what, the, what the pastor did to her. But she's back on her feet today. Thank God. Yes. The one that touched me is one of, one of our women who told me that she was just one step away. She's not a member of the church, but spoke to me into going back to Islam because of some things that happened. But Jesus held her. And I thank God that he asked me to preach that message. They are still there. Share them all around. Many Christians are angry. Truly, pastors have wounded some, churches have wounded some, and some have wounded themselves. Nobody exactly offended because when you go about church with a wrong expectation, some have led you because they were not many leaders. Please share the messages round. People must hear and be helped. I believe in you not being a hypocrite. If you come to this church and you don't, the message doesn't bless you. Never share with anybody, otherwise you'll be a hypocrite. But it becomes a serious issue. If a message moves you, but after Sunday, Sabbath, you drop it there. I think what Jesus is correcting among us is that let's not just stop on Sunday. On Monday, play the same message. Many things I've said today. You now think you have heard me, but you haven't heard. When you start playing, you will hear again. Let's rise. Is someone blessed today? I see, I see an army. Oh, great and mighty things. There is an army rising up. You are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just the after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.